Hi guys! Welcome. I'm Kenzie Burke. And I'm Sabelle Levy. And, and this, this is, is the, the Cusp, Cusp Podcast. Hi guys. We're back. Oh, we're jumping right in. Well, I think so. Okay. Earlier we were talking about how my brother was in art class and the first thing his teacher told class as they work through their clay and their marble and, and start to sculpt is to always remember who they are. And he told the class, define yourself because if you don't, other people will and they won't do a good job. Wow. And this made Kenzie and I you know, really think and it, it sparked a few nodes that we wanted to talk on. I also think it's a very fitting time because you and I have both just shifted Mm -hmm. big time. Mm -hmm. And I feel for myself, and I know you do too, like we're really stepping into a new stage in our life. Mm -hmm. And I feel really called to be very clear because I'm clear and I want to show the world that. I think it feels really good to be in a space where you are in full ownership of who you are where you want to go, what you want to do, um, to be able to, to sit here and say, this is me, this is what I'm doing, this is yeah. what I'm sharing with yeah. full conviction yeah. because you found conviction and I found conviction. Did and we I, find conviction? Is that, am I saying that right? I think that's a great word. Yeah. No, we definitely know. I mean, we've always been on this journey of self and, and learning what is our identity actually, truly, who are we? We are both in a state of rebuilding and not only rebuilding, but having such a clear mind on what that is, what that looks like. I would say it's been a rebirth. I feel born again. I mean, I kind of do too. I feel born again, but born in a way that I've never been born before. Like I'm starting to feel my heart. I don't think I've ever felt that way. No. I'm starting to feel... Like I'm texting people and mm-hmm. saying like, good morning, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just, I hope mm-hmm. you're well, or mm-hmm. I'd love to see you, or just feeling so much more from my heart center, even on social media, just like waking up and posting and not withholding. And I've never felt my heart like I've been feeling it. You're your own being in your own source, in your own power, in your own force, and you're just moving and there's nothing holding you back at all. No, <laughs> like but at all. I cleared. Yeah. Going back to what you, like, I cleared density yeah. and karma yeah, and wow. I've also never seen you hold your heart. I do that a lot. Uh-huh. I like come here and I just like, I hold my heart. I've been doing that since I was young. My mom always taught me to just like oh. connect and like, don't forget you and how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. That's the most important thing. And then earlier today, when Eric was over, we were recording, you you held your heart and you said, I feel my heart. And it was so beautiful to see that. It feels so good. It feels like a rebirth. You've had one too. Yeah. I mean, mine was, was a feeling of, of numbness for a couple months, but a few things needed to die. And I think less that I'm actually making drastic changes in my life or switching my career. I'm not doing anything necessarily so big or so different, but I think my approach to life and everything that I did has changed and then my feeling towards it. I loved, even when I first started working, I loved that I could give the person in my lens something to feel while remaining behind it. 
And Mm -hmm. I always felt so safe making other people feel seen and feel love. I loved to love also anonymously. Like I loved anonymously. I gave anonymously. I love my work. I'm, I'm obviously so in touch with it and always going to do photography and capture but I my approach to it is just so different I just like want to do it differently now I feel from just watching you and I watched the universe try to give you messages and as a friend Mm -hmm. who really likes to intervene Mm -hmm. I had to really watch you go through that like I saw the universe trying to talk to you and give you messages and you know, I, you had to go through that process because there was something so deep that was knocking on your door for yeah. you to listen to. Yeah. And when you finally did, I feel like you have just arrived to this place of stepping into yourself mm-hmm. because you are so giving and you are so fine with being kind of behind the scenes. But I yeah. know that your soul knows that you need to be more forward facing and you want to be more forward facing because you have so much to give and so much to share. And I feel like this is what's so amazing about where we've both arrived to, because we're very similar and we're very similar in the sense that, and I don't want to call it ego, but living from a place of like, this is what we're doing. This is how it looks like keeping things really tight and honed in and Mm -hmm. like picture perfect Mm -hmm. and in control. Mm -hmm. Right. And I feel like we've both arrived to a place where we've cleared a lot and we're in a space where it's not about being in control anymore. And being in control wasn't really making either of us happy or Mm -hmm. giving us the results, like trying to control the narrative. And I feel for you, it was just, you finally listened to the deeper message and are able to now step into a new space and like step up fully forward facing and not behind something or someone, which I know you've wanted deep down. I've wanted to, but it just, I was kind of forced to do it. I mean, in October we're, we're May now. So, you know, I was working, I had my jobs and everything and I was not, I just wasn't feeling good. And I went to my parents' house and we spoke about this and I went over And I was just crying and I was frustrated. And I said, I don't know what to do. And they're like, well, your work is doing great. You, you, your, your clients are growing and diversifying and you're expanding your style and you're doing everything that you want to do. And everything that you say you want comes into your inbox. Like what's going on? I felt so removed from how content and visual capture and identity was changing even format wise reels and tiktok and every way that i approached my work as art was moving away from art and i i finally just felt so removed from it i just hit this wall at that point i was like i want to figure something else out that i love because this is not for me and it's not sustainable and i don't want it anymore and that's when i started meraki house and that's when i started to bring other talents photographers videographers producers sometimes graphic designers into projects from an influx of jobs that was sitting in my inbox and I finally felt connected again because I was serving. And you were helping other people and you were changing a photographer who hadn't been seen. And then they were saying, thank you so much Mm -hmm. for helping me. And Mm -hmm. I think that's when you started. And from the client side too, right? And that's what saying like coming out of your ego a little bit 
where it's like we've both lived of like we have to do yeah. it i've got to show the world this is my clothing line this is my yeah. app i did this and we're like here take it yeah and it, it's Join. not fulfilling right mm-hmm. and it's it's like what actually is serving what's actually fueling you and if that's like a clothing line or if that's taking it amazing but like there's such a deeper thing here yeah that to come to a, it's like that heart centered space of life, mm-hmm. right? Where you're giving and then you're feeling like you're receiving because you're giving and then everything's more abundant and everything's more colorful. Yeah, exactly. And when I started doing that, Ken's like, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. what was it with, with Rolling Loud and a few other projects? Oh, you were lit. I've never seen you so lit no, up. I was so alive and I wasn't even in New York. Like and as hectic as it was, which it was so hectic. I felt so just whole finally. And I mean, even now it still makes me emotional, but I can't believe that just from like a few jobs that I gave some people whose work I think is really great, how loved they felt. Like it wasn't even about the work anymore at that point. Every person that I was contacting to to work a job that I thought they'd be a fit for just felt love and then exactly what you said it was just constantly like this overflow that's that's the thing that I'm growing that's where my approach to photography is changing is it's gonna remain what I love and want to do But beyond that, it's just really building this community now where there's resources and access and most importantly, just like love and connection. We've completely forgotten that and lost touch with all of that. And and the world wants it more than ever. So Belle and I went to a Joe Dispenza event the other night and it was full of 250 people and the energy there. I have never Young, been in, we all averaged like 28 yeah, never maybe been in a group of like people want to be together mm-hmm. you know i can feel it more than ever and somehow as a society we're so far from that like i think the internet's just evolved so much everything's gotten so quick people got really used to during covid not seeing each other but you can just feel this hunger of people wanting to be with each other and mm-hmm. i think learning through career journeys and like learning through my own career journey and chasing all these different things. It's like, what are you chasing? You're chasing a sense of feeling. Like for me, it's like, I want to wake up and feel excited for the day. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's not found in a product. That's not found in like trying to sell something or like working my face off till 1am. It's, it's, um, found in, in giving and creating and like communicating with others and, and, and lifting other people up. And like in that room where we were at with Joe Dispenza, you could feel the energy moving. Like it was so powerful because everybody was there from a heart centered place. And everyone in that room was an entrepreneur or not, or they were like serving other, everyone had a job or a business that served other people. And you could feel the heart in that room. And even Joe, like that's what he does in his work. And it was so expansive for me to be in that room and just changed my whole outlook on how to live honestly everyone in that room was out to do the same thing which was to live outside of themselves and to give beyond themselves like that was so crazy to see you and I talk about that all the time and I think that it's something we've kind of lacked in our own lives is surrounding ourselves with people who offer as much as we want to Mm -hmm. selflessly Mm-hmm. And that room and the energy in that room was incredible because everyone was there to serve 
a larger purpose of community and love and connectedness all because that's the only thing that really will keep us healed and sane and have our head over our shoulders over a protected heart in this life and this Mm -hmm. society right now something that really altered my world a month ago month and a half ago was she's um she's an intuitive but she can actually like you sit down and she'll literally say the name of someone like who's blah 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 you know, she's that connected. And I usually see her every year around my birthday. And I never really like how I feel after because you know when someone tells you the truth, mm-hmm. it makes you frustrated yeah. because you want what you 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 want what your mind wants you to yeah. hear, which is like, oh, this is gonna happen tomorrow. And when you hear the truth, you're like, oh yeah. And so I kind of every time I've left her, I've always felt like, oh, but it's always been the truth. And when I sat down with her and I've been in, and Sabelle, you know this, but like, I've definitely been in this like career journey of like, why is this so highlighted? Why is this so hard for me to figure out? And like everybody from the outside is always like, you're amazing. Everything you create turns to gold, but it's like, I feel the same. Why do I feel the same? Why do my finances feel the same? Why I'm like searching for this feeling where I can just fucking fly in my career Mm -hmm. and feel electrified in it. And it's so important to me. And I've been kind of at my wits end with it of just like, I'm tired of stop and go energy in my career. And that's a pattern and I've become very self-conscious of it. And first of all, I sat down and she's like, I can tell you feel frustrated. You have so much stop and go energy in your career and that makes you very angry. And I was like, it does. And then she pauses. And this was right after I just wrote my ebook that Sabelle, you really told me to do. You were like, you need to write your ebook. You need to start going back into that space. That's your space. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you know a lot about nutritional healing. And I said, yes. And she goes, and you could help a lot of people. And you've helped a lot of people yeah. before. And yeah. I just kept nodding. And she's like, and there's so many people that want your help because you know so much. And I just kept nodding. And she pauses, and this changed my life. She pauses, she looks down and she looks back up and she goes, it's not about you. You're trying to make everything about you and you could help so many people and you're not helping people. And the thing you want most in life is love and you could be very loving by helping a lot of people with what you know and you're not Mm -hmm. and you're withholding and that's not loving. Mm -hmm. And she looked me dead in the eye and she's like, that is not loving. And my heart went into, like, it dropped. Because it was like, I've been, like, suppressing this part of myself. That's everything. You know, I've been, like, on this journey and, like, just learning so much about nutritional healing and, like, changing my own life through my own healing constantly and showing up every day and doing that and then feeling so trapped every single day of, like, why don't I feel love? Why am I not feeling like I'm receiving love? I know I can make a difference and I haven't been. And it's made me feel so angry at myself. And then my dad came to town. And you know when you can just like, you're put in a situation that is from the past, right? And so like you feel your own feelings. And when I had my dad in town, it was like an opportunity for me to see how I've felt before, like felt as a child. And I had the same feeling of feeling like so frustrated and Mm -hmm. trapped because Mm -hmm. I was in that Mm -hmm. kind of environment. Mm -hmm. And I just realized it was like, I have been suppressing myself and suppressing my, my own power and my own ability to love 
since I was a child and like trapping myself. And I just decided to stop and like remove the limited ceiling I've put above my head. And I've taken the mantra of it's not about you. And it's shifted my life. When I get on my phone to share something before I share it, I'm like, it's not about me. It's recording this podcast. It's like, this isn't about me. And I was living so much from that place of like, is this photo right? Should I say this? Is this okay? Should I have not posted that? It's like, mm -hmm. it's not about me. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, if it helps one person, that's everything. And when I announced on social media that I was going to share nutritional healing again, I got hundreds of messages of just like, in 2018, you changed my life. And, two, and it was like, I couldn't believe it, but it was there all along. When it was there in 2018, 19, 2020, 2021, I didn't even realize it was in front of me. Mm -hmm. I, didn't, I did not know it was in front of me. Like I was blocking love. I've blocked it from friends. I've blocked it from family. Like it's just amazing when you step outside of yourself and you live from more of a heart centered place and you make it not about you and your ego and your mind. And what is there is love. And it just takes getting outside of yourself. And it's just transformed my entire life. And like, you know, Sabelle, but I've had so yeah, many I'm times. Yeah, like very emotional because I've seen you. Because like for years, you know, it was, yeah, you have. You've seen it all and like the frustration and the anger and the like, you know, comments from people of like, oh, you're just a food girl or like, and like how I would embody that or you shared too much on your podcast. So I took it down when it was like, I didn't want to be taking it down. I was yeah. doing something for a reason, you know? And to come to that place now of just realizing everything I was doing has been right all along, but I wasn't allowing myself to express myself and to give because I was just so suppressed and withholding and, and being so boundaried and really keeping myself small. And I think that's the same for you. It's like we both have, and everybody has something to give and something to share and to yeah. step into their power. And I feel like we hurt ourselves by trapping ourselves. And that at the end of the day is what keeps us trapped and what ends up you know, making us live a life that's not our life. Yeah. And the life we know we could have is on the other side of unlocking ourselves yeah. from the chains. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> like over here crying. You've been working to figure this out for you for so long. And like I arrived to a similar place. You having received the truth from, you know, when you were sitting down with her and she's like, you are withholding. And so you are not giving love. I, that's when I started to get emotional because I connect with that so much. Like even with our friendship, I think one of the reasons why I always would go back and forth with like, how much am I giving to, to you? And by you, I don't mean like you specifically, but like how much am I giving to Kenzie? How much am I giving to my siblings? How much am I giving to friends? How much am I giving to work? How much am I giving? And like not ever knowing what's too much or really caring because I would rather serve to such a degree where I put myself in like a very vulnerable and weak and just completely depleted place just because I know that like me having gotten there is ultimately what let someone else like 
grow out of something that they were once struggling with. I finally like got to this place where granted, I don't know exactly like how it's going to bloom, but this point of giving so much of that and always wanting something in return. And finally, you know, between you and body forward and that being a very large tool that's going to give back to you like 100 fold and me and what I'm building from my mentorships and my time and knowledge and even ears to people and like how much that's helping them and how it's been such word of mouth for both of us and we've held ourselves back from that because we always thought that love would come back in like another form mm-hmm. and but like then waiting for it but Almost then like, like you waiting. read a message yeah. of someone who you don't know who you've helped and like you that that like makes your week and i read a message from someone that i've helped and they feel seen and their work is finally out there or it's on a magazine because of me it's it's really special i mean all that to say i'm really proud of you but it's so hard also to realize that you can have that power and to be so selfless that all you do is provide a platform for others and knowing that your only part in that is that the journey is yours for the taking not that there's something else or something tangible and that takes so much deconditioning like all our life whether it's a short-term gratification or a long-term gratification we've habitually stepped into you know work or even friendships even like Mm -hmm. when we go out with someone and we like are having a coffee with them or we decide we want to text a friend and go on a walk with them like every i'm thinking even myself like every time i like reach out to my friends and we schedule like a walking date i know when i'm walking out that door this morning what are some things that i'm going to share today that my friend's going to receive and what are some things my friend's going through that i can be there for and we always are just like thinking about I'm about to do this thing and it's going to serve X, Y, and Z purpose instead of the act of it and the journey of just connecting and engaging, allowing that to just become what it is. But that is where I just have butterflies in my stomach. That's the unlock in, in where we've both kind of arrived to, right? Because when the psychic said to me, like, you know so much about nutritional healing. She was like, you love it. Mm-hmm. You do it all day. I do. Mm-hmm. Sabelle knows. I am obsessed. Like, <laughs> and, and not in that way, but it's just like, I really care. And yeah. I really know a lot of information. And it brings me a lot of joy in my life. And it brings, like, the people I'm close to. I'm always, like, that person. And mm-hmm. it's like a self-development thing, you know? And it's something that... And it's not just like the body, it's like also the mind and the life. And like, why have I been on this journey since I was 10 years old mm-hmm. of this? If, if, if it's just for me, right? This like deep, everyone always says, oh, you're so wise. You're so mature. You know so much. So what, I'm just going to sit in my house and hide it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to like share some of the stuff that I've been going through. What I realized with Body Forward and what I'm doing now and like what I was doing before, it was so much mind stuff before. It was like, okay, people want recipes. So I'm going to make an app and Mm -hmm. I'm going to give them the recipes they want. And I would cater to the people Mm -hmm. like, oh, well, they said they like this. So I'm going to make them this. Right. And that's like that of I'm going on a walk and like, what am I going to, that is like tank on empty, tank on empty. And that's why I could not sustain what I was doing before, because it was like, I don't 
want to be something I'm not. Instead of approaching Instead it from approaching this is what it, I do and who I am and let me overflow and be yes, received. Let me express myself today. Like last night I shared... I got hit with like a little bit of anxiety last night. And so instead of sitting down and like letting it riddle, I was like, I'm going to do this breath work and I'm going to move it out and I'm not going to just go to bed and let it. And so I shared that, right? But think of like the person that that then helps because if I were to read something like that, I'd be like, gosh, next time I have that anxious feeling, I'm going to sit down and do that breath. Mm -hmm. Instead of like, you know, for so long, I was like, I can't share a photo of my food. Like I got, I, I don't know why, but now it's just like, here's my breakfast and here's what's in it. And this makes me feel so good. And then someone else tries it and then they feel how good that makes them feel right. It's such a different angle of like, I'm not going to sit here and try to cater to you. I'm going to embody what I know, not so that someone can be me because, but maybe a little bit of what I have is medicine for someone else. And that mm-hmm. is thinking on the larger scale mm-hmm. that is in community that mm-hmm. is sharing love that mm-hmm. is giving. And that's the same for you. It's like, you have all these connections, you have access to all these people and the industry that you are in and you're from, I mean, it's cutthroat and it's so like no room to share. No. Like I, I've been in the, on the other side of it, trying to find a photographer or like trying to find someone to help me with something. People won't share their graphic designer. They won't tell you who helps. Like when I started a business and when I ever start something new, it's so hard to find the team to do it because no one will, everyone's gatekeeping. Mm -hmm. They're always like, I don't, cause they are, they don't want you to be them. Mm-hmm. And you, in the same space, it's like, you don't have to step outside of yourself to create what you want, but you can open your heart and open the door to what's already there. And I think that's so yeah. empowering, right? And that's why it's like, for so long, I thought, oh, I'm in the wrong space. It's not the wellness space. It's not, it is. Yeah. I didn't try to build the wellness yeah. world. It happened, like, God literally came and was like, this is what you're here to do. <laughs> yeah. And for so long, I've tried to, you know, stop, block it, yeah. stop doing it. And it is why I'm here. Mm-hmm. And to open that gate and just say, I'm going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to listen to the noise. I'm not going to try to cater to what this person says, or this person says, I'm going to share from my heart what I'm doing and how that's helping me move forward in my life. Mm-hmm. So everyone can move forward Mm -hmm. and everyone can feel unlocked and everyone can feel in their power to express themselves and everyone can share and there's room to go around for everyone. Mm -hmm. Going back to what you said about like that, that access Mm -hmm. and how it's so cutthroat and no one's willing to share. I mean, even when I was signed with, you know, I was signed with a few agencies over a period of time. And why is it that an agent who's meant to act on behalf of you and benefit you, right? I have talent that is untapped. You have clients who are inquiring and let's exchange, right? Why is it though that there can be no connection between the person hiring for my work and that the middleman has no flexibility? So for example, the agent has no flexibility. And why is it that even within my own agency, the other talents that are represented, I can't connect with. When I ask my agent, hey, like I wanna connect with this photographer, I have this opportunity, I think it'd be great. I have to be vetted by the agent? No, that's like two artists who can decide if that works. That's not someone that's removed 
from the creative space and the actual like creative build of accessing that part of your mind in order for you to bring your best to the table, inspire the next person to bring their best to the table and just continue to cultivate. Instead, there's someone in between you who's just blocking it because it's not the right transaction. It's not the right money. No. And this is across the board and the number of photographers that I work with, even, even other talents and other stylists, for example, everyone has some sort of block there and it's just a flawed system. And why? It's a super flawed system. We're living in flawed systems. And I, I know that the, the way forward for, for us and for everybody is new systems and new ways of being and living and teaching and doing because it's not working for the people who want to feel heart and soul. And when you give, you get back tenfold and it's just, it's broken. It's a broken system. There's so many broken systems in this world. And I feel like you and I are the kind of people, you know, when we just were looking at our chart in mm -hmm. astrology, Eric was reading it mm -hmm. and we're both pattern breakers. You know, we are here to break patterns. Yeah. And I think so many people listening and so many people in the world feel this way. You know what I mean? Just like frustrated and stuck and why doesn't this make sense? But I think what's really beautiful about what we're speaking about is we're both blocking out the noise and blocking out what we've known and how we've been living to really unlock and step into a whole new space from what in our hearts we, we want for ourselves yeah. and for other people to yeah. experience. Like my pain points in my life, if I can help anybody arrive there sooner or light any sort of path for them, then great. Why else would I endure that kind of pain? Mm -hmm. And same for you, mm -hmm. you know, and it's such an opportunity to turn your wounds into wisdom and to share and to give. And to not make it like this, like she told me, it's not about you. Mm -mm. And the second it wasn't about me, my life made sense. Yeah. It really did. You know, in, in that example you just gave of like the agent and the, they're making it about them. But yeah. really, if, if they're really doing their job, then it's not about them. Because mm -hmm. I've been in and out of meetings with agencies to be hired as this and that, or like, should I sign with you? But at the end of the day, it's, they've been not, it's, it's been about them. It's about what numbers can you bring us or mm -hmm. what numbers can you bring me? And it never appealed to me because mm -hmm. I was like, I'm not here to perform no. in that way. No, same. I mean, that's why I just exited the whole space. I actually have some photographers that I supported in understanding all of their frustrations with their existing relationship with their agency. This is not to say that there isn't healthy relationships out there, but there is not one way is what I'm trying to say. And with us being as creative as we are, for anyone who's listening who is a creative person stuck in a structured, termed, functional system that's not working for you, push your own boundary or create your own way or pave your own road, new color. Like there's a lot untouched and undiscussed and about how our systems can work. I mean, big picture, but also specifically here within wellness and what's right for you. I mean, even when I was journeying through my healing of PCOS, there was so many different things I needed at different times where if I was, I mean, I was, I was quote, like 
assessed for PCOS and was given kind of this rule book, basically, or like kind of structure of how to heal, heal myself. And the structure stayed the same for like the two and a half year course that I was prescribed. And that doesn't make any sense. And then I self prescribed and we kind of journeyed and I did, um, food combining and healed myself really just through, through eating in my mental space and reducing my mental I stress. Watched you. I brought yoga into my life and let go of weightlifting and heavy, fast sprinting. I, I just softened. And as I softened, my body loosened and was able to release and exit its stresses and my PCOS healed. Now that was a three year journey, but I have not fluctuated. I've not gone up and down. And then also during that three year journey, each phase needed its own thing of attention. And like, it's always, it's, we're always in forward motion. And this is what I'm just so excited to share now because going back to the system things, right. And how we're supposed to like, you know, like, oh, if you're this wellness girl and you say you eat this way, then this is what you do and you do this. And, and like, that's what you're, and you're changed to. And you're that, defined like, by that. Evening. That really bugged me. It was like, oh, you know, if you say you do this, then you always have to do that. I believe as humans, and, and I felt so frustrated before in the industry because it was so touchy. You know, people would be like, food, is that science? Is that protein? Is that, the, and it's just like, it's not about that. That is not how I view wellness. And that's not how I view the body. I didn't have the gumption, the strength, just like confidence I have now where I don't, I don't subscribe to any of the, this diet, that diet, the doctor, the labeling, like I, that's not how I live. That's why I'm calling this body forward because we're always in forward motion. We're always changing. We're always evolving. I've like found a way to be able to share this information where it's like, this is what's relevant right now to move forward. Right. And just like you said, with your PCOS journey, it was like one month you were just like, okay, I'm going to like eat this for breakfast. And like you, I watched you slowly learn. You were like, oh, maybe I'll have this instead of this. And and then it was a slow evolution. And then you, you tried the body. Chinese we did. medicine doctor. Yeah. And like you tried all of these things as they were presented to you and you moved with them. And over time that had a compound effect mm -hmm. into who you are now. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I first met you, I was like, you're not eating enough. It was like you weren't eating meals. And I remember being like, you have to eat meals. Mm -hmm. See, like, it's like you have to. And now I see you gate like you like bring a little snack with you or you'll be like I need lunch like you never used to say like I need lunch mm -mm. and now you do and it was like that was an overtime compounding well, but I effect. was doing that because really quick to get specific how our insulin and glucose levels completely spike or drop because of PCOS every time food enters your system I was basically told by my doctor that I need to basically like evenly distribute out my meals throughout the day so that I'm not experiencing all these spikes. But it wasn't even that. It was my mental relationship with food to how not only did I feel towards the food that I was eating, like if that felt good to me, then goodness was entering my body. If I didn't feel like eating that, even though like my nutritionist and trainer told me that that's the thing that you should eat in the morning. And I'm like forcing that down in me. I'm putting like poorness and poor wealth into my body. I'm looking at that food as something that I don't like. And then I proceed to eat it. And well, it enters your body with density. It's not clean, clear light. 
light and bright. And we as beings, like to be able to create, mm-hmm. like you and I create, right? Mm-hmm. We, we all create to some degree, everybody on this earth. But to be able to like create our lives, to create our days, we need to be clean, clear and bright. And I like to like, I'm just so excited to bring this, this empowerment in a new way because we've come so far as a society with the body of like how to view it. It's now like, are you eating your protein and your fat and your this? And are you disordered? And are you that? And like, I can't believe that you're only eating this. And it's, it's, it's not about that. Like imagine your body like a house, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yes, and the roles are switching. Oh, the Metaphors. roles are switching. I'm saying a metaphor, but imagine your body like a house, right? It's like, if you leave all this shit around your house and you don't vacuum and you don't clean up dinner and you don't do the dishes, it starts to get really full and then you can't think properly and then you're in a cluttered environment. And I feel like the body's the same exact way. Like we're here to literally constantly clean and clear our body so that we can think clearly. We can be in our life mm-hmm. in a clean, clear mm-hmm. space. I mean, and even with real quick on yeah. that, so we don't forget it, but like even with Rebecca, right on, on detoxing the body through like her lymphatic, yes. the lymph system is like the trash can. Mm-hmm. So yeah, exactly what you're saying. Like you have to constantly clean, like we all get our car cleaned. Yep. Right. So why is cleaning and clearing the body and keeping a maintained clear space so far-fetched now in society? And it has like a poor stigma too. Oh, right. Because, but now we've like normalized feeling like shit. We've normalized illness, right? And it's just, this is where like in the I'm past sick again. year. Yeah, I got sick yeah, four this times. Is like you don't need how, to actually get no, sick. No, you don't we need don't to get ever. Sick. <laughs> I, I never get sick. No, I haven't like, gotten a cold don't in Don't get God sick. Knows how long. It's, it's not, it's because constantly cleaning and clearing and living in a body that's clear Mm -hmm. to me it's so simple but I'm just so excited to feel so strong to be able to step into this space and be like this is my message now and it's not a this diet it's that it's about living in a clean and clear body and Mm -hmm. it's just exciting and I just think you can create anything like you Sabelle have created so much in your life since you've been on that journey with your body. And one thing I want to reflect back to you, kind of like going off the body subject, but I think this is like tank empty, tank full, that I'm really proud of you. And I think this can help a lot of people is you said how, and I've watched this happen because this has happened in our relationship, but like you give so much to the point where you go on empty Mm -hmm. and then you get so empty that you can't function. Mm -mm. You can't be in someone else's lot. Like you literally shut down. Like Mm -hmm. sometimes I'll have weeks where I'm like, my friend is gone. Yeah. You're like, Like, where are you? Miss her. You you know, there's like no engagement on social media. There's no text backs. There's no, it's, it like freaks me out, you know? And I, and I know what it is at a deep level. Like I, I see you do it to your family. You've done it to me. You do it to your clients. Mm -hmm. Like you give so much to the point where you get empty. And I've watched you because it's not just about what you eat. It's also about how you live and how you act and like what you're willing to change and transmute. And I've watched you in the past three weeks just set a really strong boundary of like, I'm going to find myself and I'm going to find how to fill my tank and be able to give without exhausting myself Mm -hmm. because you're giving from a different place now. You're not giving from a place to be loved back. You're giving from a place to give love. Yeah without there's no more sacrificing myself for the benefit of others whereas I'm still benefiting and loving and giving and helping and guiding and like realigning everything there is outside of me but without sacrifice of 
myself. And setting boundaries, Mm -hmm. setting boundaries so that you are like focusing on yourself right now. And I think that's really important because a lot of people have that pain point that they, they're just constantly giving for others, Yeah, you know? And I think it's really important just like it is with being in integrity with what you put inside your body and who you surround yourself with. Mm -hmm. It's also being an integrity of who, like how you're tuning into yourself and making sure you're giving yourself what you need and not exhausting yourself and not letting the world and the noise cloud you so much that you forget what those things Mm -hmm. are. Like even at breath work, like Kenzie, Eric, and I, we decided that we want to do breathwork training. That's that experience for us and the that experience for me <laughs> with the hand <laughs> levitating and then you guys and your experiences culminating that evening where we felt so connected. There was a feeling there so strong that like once you go back into the rhythm of your daily, like it's easy to forget, but we're mm-hmm. not forgetting. We're remembering and we're constantly staying dropped in so that we could move forward body forward mind forward heart forward constantly to what attracts us and makes us feel alive and ignites us and our internal electricity that's like the most recent thing that happened to us and there's so many other things but really it's like what are you doing to stay dropped in so that you do not lose touch with the few things that kind of just show up once in a while and say, oh, you like this. Don't forget that. Yeah. And remember, like you've been very in your power. You know, I've brought up certain things and situations. I'm like, well, is this going to change? And you're like, if it has to change, it will. Mm -hmm. I am not letting go of this. Mm -hmm. I'm not letting go of where I just arrived to, Mm -hmm. you know, and and big stuff too. Big Big stuff. stuff. And it's so exciting to see you do that. I am my own priority. Yeah. My love of growth through these like tools and different practices now is something that's completely attracted me and really sparked something completely new in me, in my mind, in my heart. And it's, I'm just excited. I'm just so excited. I'm excited to be alive. And again, the fact that we like are arriving here at the same time. Well, and it's it's all, it's all, it's all beautiful and perfectly orchestrated, right? Because you went through your moment. Like I knew it was going to happen too. We got back from Mexico and I was like, she's not going to talk to me. Like I knew it because I could feel it. It was like a combination of like, you really helped me all winter, like with brulee stuff and stuff that I was moving through and you were like a deep support. And that's a pattern. It was like, mm-hmm. you know, I can be really fiery and like really hot. And like, I've moved through some really heavy stuff and I've either moved through my heavy stuff completely alone or Sabelle will come in and then she'll move through it with me as if it's hers as well. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like you wake up and you're like, dude, mm-hmm. this is not my, like, I need space, mm-hmm. you know? And then I'm kind of like, what just happened? Yeah. Now I'm alone. And then that, that affirms yeah. my like, no, I'm all alone. But when we got back from Mexico, you got hit with that. And it wasn't just me. It was like a compounding. Too, yeah. 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 And it was, it was a lot that built up and it was the best thing that ever happened to me though, that you like took space because I was like, this is time. Like I cannot give my power into other people. I cannot wait to feel a certain way. I cannot wait for a relationship or a child or like something to change 
no matter what, this is living inside of me. Like I have to step into my power. I have to remove the limited ceiling and I have to express what I really want to express and give what I want to give because nothing else and no one else is going to give me that feeling but myself. Mm -hmm. And I did it. And then I watched you be like, Ken's, because it was like, I think you felt on some level that I wasn't like needing you as my lifeline right? And to some like energetic level. And it gave you space also to like really step into yourself and to Mm -hmm. set your boundaries and also to see you like putting yourself first, which you needed to do. Yeah. And then also in doing that, because you removed yourself so far from, you know, you just to do your thing when you need it on your schedule with no tie to someone or you know, something, including our friendship, I was like, wow, I can allow this to be discussed. And like, we can confront this, but not because there's something between us, but like we can confront this as in Kenzie figuring out something that she needs to now rework in her life. And then me too. And my thing was quite literally always my whole life having this pattern of like not confronting something like I would rather get sick to keep the peace Mm -hmm. than to confront something because there might be an argument or it might feel bad or maybe you know something as terrible as it'll cause a person who I love to leave my life or tell me that they don't like what I did right I would always just do anything, anything to keep the peace versus confront it and speak about it and speak through it. And that's where I hit after Mexico with you. Like I just completely broke out of that shell. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm going to speak whoever it is like my, my, for my friendship, for my parent, if it's hard for you to receive what I'm speaking, well, I'm sorry, but that's, that's your journey in receiving either holding that brushing it off your shoulder that's your journey with the words that are coming out of my mouth because i'm 31 and for the first time in my life i feel proud and ready and confident and worthy of the thoughts in my mind and the feelings in my heart and if it needs to be vocalized i'm going to vocalize it for my peace and my sanity for my tank to never be depleted again so that you can move forward Mm -hmm. because you can't move forward if you're suppressing and withholding and not being clear Mm -hmm. and I think that's been your breakthrough Mm -hmm. is like through expressing what you're feeling and through opening and through like I watched you you know I like called you and I was like look (laughs) you I get that like things are happening but it's time you know Mm -hmm. and like you let Eric come over Mm -hmm. and you confronted it Mm -hmm. and you have made you've just changed and shifted so much in the past couple weeks and just are like owning who you are and what you want and where you want to go mm-hmm. and putting yourself first. Mm-hmm. I think there's such a beautiful balance of putting yourself first while making it not about you. It's, wow. It's hard to explain, mm-hmm. but it, you right. can put yourself first and not make it about you. Mm-hmm. You're right. It's there's really no hard really... to explain. Like what I'm doing now is putting myself first, right? It's not letting the, oh, she doesn't do wellness anymore or, oh, this happened. No, it's like I'm putting myself first because this is what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to block out all the noise. I'm going to put myself first. I'm going to put the past behind me. I'm going to uh, like just start fresh and not be defined by what I have or haven't done before, right? Mm -hmm. That's putting myself first and stepping into that. But what I'm doing with that is 
to help other people mm-hmm. and it's not about me. Mm-hmm. So there's a fine balance. Mm-hmm. That's an incredible way to kind of bring this back all the way full circle to the beginning, which was when we were talking about define yourself, because if you don't, other people will. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what we're doing and what we have stepped into is we are in complete cultivation of constant embodiment. Yes. And there is nothing that could define us because we are defining it so clearly and so strongly and in forward motion. That's it. And I'm so excited for everything you're going to create and do you, Sabelle. And I'm so excited for anyone who's listening to this podcast. These conversations that we're having, it's shifting. Like we started this podcast very, we were both in the space of like, we want to do this, but like, let's keep the boundaries. You know, we don't want to open our underwear drawer. We don't want to expose too much. I just feel like what we've been moving through and the integrity that we have and our ability to stand in our integrity is a lot of medicine for a lot of people. And I really want to continue to create a strong community of people who feel connected to this path and who are on this path. And when we were at Joe Dispenza the other night in a room of 250 people, I was like, there's so many people who are on this path and want to be on it. And there was a lot of conversations with hearts being held. Yes. Anyone who's like made it this far in this episode is on this wavelength. Mm -hmm. It feels really good to be, I just am excited for anyone listening to, because we're all on this journey together. And it felt good to just cry and let my tears come out. I I mean, if, if any of you are listening and you struggle with just release look and I'm going into it again like it's when it's coming up let it pour and every time I have a new tear drop I have a new breath of fresh air Mm -hmm. I think the tears tell so much remember Joe he said that the scientists are starting to study the tears study the tears yeah we're gonna have a couple guests on that will allow for our episodes to be a little bit more interactive and engaged with our audience yeah we're gonna find some breathwork people to come on so they can guide us through breathwork. And And we could do that too. Yeah, we're just excited to introduce the tools that we're really diving into. Mm -hmm. And not just talk about that. Yeah, exactly. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you connect with us on Instagram at Kenzie Burke and at Sabelle Levy. And be sure to follow the podcast at The Cusp Podcast 1P. It's home to inspiring quotes, many more conversations. Everything is linked in the show notes. We are so grateful you are here. Stay tuned for an exciting next episode. Bye for now.